but um, here we go. Action. Not yet, oh. but you might be. <laughs> we never clock this, right? We Let's never do just it, right? call it uh, three, two, one, live. Woo! Welcome, everybody. Thanks for hanging in with us. Uh, sorry for the technical difficulties, but you are hanging with us live on the Beach Fence podcast where we talk about life and business and everything in between inside a beach fence. I'm your host, Joanna, and this is my co-host, Talon. Woo! And today, we are bringing to you a special guest. Uh, we want to add as much value to you guys as possible. And I know with everything going on, people are a little bit stressed. Maybe they're feeling a little too stuck at home. So today's topic is going to be about mental health, anxiety, family life, everything in between. We're going to try and keep it a little light, but we're going to give you some awesome resources. Um, and you know, some people are showing it differently. So some people aren't even realizing that they might be anxious um, or worried and they're just not feeling like themselves. So if that's you, listen up because you don't have to put yourself in a box. Everybody needs some mental health care some days. So our special guest today has a master's in psychotherapy, lectures uh, about social work, and is a professor at Humber, is a frontline management uh, or manager at a place in downtown Toronto called Stella's House, a nonprofit uh, corporation, on top of having her own clients and just being overall awesome. And she has to deal with this guy all the time, which makes her even more awesome. In fact, it's probably why, maybe, potentially, I don't know, it's a hypothesis of mine that she potentially got into psychotherapy because she had to <laughs> live with could him. Be, could be, could so be, could be. Our guest today is Heidi Sasek. Woo! Welcome, Heidi. Hey, Thank Heidi. you so much for coming on. Yeah, of course. Happy to be on. So we're going to jump right into it. And, um, I know a lot of people are seeing the news out there. They're getting a little bit worried, a little bit frustrated, maybe. Um, you see the, the rates going up for domestic or domestic abuse, like substance abuse, all that kind of stuff, um, and just people not feeling like themselves. So Everybody's losing their noodle. Yeah, a little bit. And I mean, you know, when people are isolated, that kind of happens, right? Are you seeing that as well? Is that what's happening from Stella's place? Are, a lot of, do you, are you getting a lot more calls coming in? Yeah, so we have had our uh, rates of calls and um, online chats increasing for sure. And definitely we're seeing an increase in folks' stress and anxiety levels. Um, folks that were struggling before are doing not so well. Some, some folks are really struggling with COVID and all of the stresses that it brings, especially the uncertainty of not knowing how long this will last. Um, having loved ones and friends being impacted negatively mm -hmm. um, and then also maybe worrying about older grandparents and things like that so yeah a lot of stress a lot of anxiety I'm sure many can relate to that yeah absolutely it's a it's a difficult time I think for a lot of people even if some are not letting it get to them as much or not realizing that it will so let's go like super basic let's go like borderline like I've never really I hear about mental health and yes it's being brought up in like awareness every more year to year but let's take it down to basics what is mental health does everybody need it and stuff like that give us the baseline of that everything yeah there's definitely yeah, there's definitely different tiers of mental health. So as a whole, yes, everyone has mental health because everyone has uh, the, the capacity to feel anxious or stressed and things like that. 
Um, you can talk about mental well-being, which is overall how well are you doing. Mm -hmm. um, so the goal is to have folks doing above just kind of coasting, just surviving. And you want people actually enjoying and having fulfilling lives. Um, so when we talk about mental well-being, we're talking about that. Um, and then there's also mental illness of so folks who um, have severe symptoms or side effects of things that are going on mentally for them. So yeah, there's definitely different levels of experience with it, but I would say everyone in general um, has mental health and your mental health may fluctuate throughout your life. I don't think anyone's, you know, Perfect. always here, <laughs> but yeah, everyone has ups and downs. So I think depending on what's going on in your life, context is a big thing, environment's mm -hmm. a big thing, all of that stuff. Yeah, that's very true. And especially with everything going on, I'm sure like I'm noticing a little bit more like the other day I was just not myself at all like I just wanted to be even more isolated like I didn't want to talk to anybody like I just wanted to keep to myself and I was uh, Talon told me I was very distant and that was just my way of dealing with how I was feeling I didn't really realize why um, but everybody I'm sure has different coping mechanisms to go through some of these things that they're going through um, are what what kind of coping mechanisms have you seen from people that are potentially really anxious or really stressed about this? And what are some really positive coping mechanisms that we can, we can I don't know, provide to our viewers to give them some value as to what they can do at home, maybe in, if they're sitting with their family and they can't really get away? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when it comes down to mental health, I will say everyone's different. Their accessibility to different ways of coping vary depending on lifestyle and where you're at privilege all of that stuff but um what we've been seeing is a lot of folks doing homemade projects so crafts being productive channeling that anxiety and stress into something that um feels good to do so um you know sellers places running a virtual studio which is an art-based group mm -hmm. um and they are getting people to kind of show their work from home so a lot of people are doing amazing paintings or That's just cool. like simple things yeah really cool yeah. Yeah. And, uh, if you, and if you weren't interested in, in doing, if you were a little artsy, but never had the time, I think now is a good time to start that hobby because, you know, you have adult coloring books and it, it yeah. they always say it releases a whole bunch of stress when you're, when you're doing that. So what about, what about? I got my uh, paint by numbers right here nice. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm working on. So um, yeah, it's helpful. I'm not artsy at all. I cannot produce anything that is anyone would ever want to look at but it is really fun <laughs> what, to do what about um, what about yeah. structure is yeah it... a lot of, i would say having something to get up for and do is is good just lying around i'm sure folks are going to eventually start to feel um you know that anxiety kind of gets up there's nowhere to channel it so yeah definitely having some structure if you can in your day so planning your day out scheduling it even if it's just you know i'm going to get up in the morning clean my room i'm going to take a shower at this time those sorts of things so that can be extremely helpful as well um, reaching out for support um, if you're really struggling to figure out what you need to do for your mental health reaching out for support there's a lot of great support channels right now um, stella's place has a lot of stuff for 16 to 29 if you're struggling you can reach out get support from them um, we actually have peer supporters so that's people with lived mental health experience who mm -hmm. um, can support you and it's basically talking to someone who's been there and, and gets it so hmm. that can be really helpful or there's lots of other support lines too right now that are up and running so that's really um, cool like if like having talking to somebody who's going or has went through like maybe depression or anxiety or whatnot now are these programs um, I'm trying 
I guess I might as well just ask, like, are they like paid programs? Are they like is six weeks programs? Is it like a six month thing or is it just like day by day whenever you need to call, you can call in? Yeah, it's day by day. We have chats. We also have like drop in counseling at certain times, but um, we are running a chat noon to 9 p.m. Monday to Thursday and then from four to nine on Fridays and Sundays. And that would be just any point just to start up a chat with someone who has lived experience who's going through similar things who's also experiencing COVID-19 related stuff Mm -hmm. I mean we're all kind of struggling and getting by so um, yeah lots of people are I think also being home at first is kind of fun um, for those who are privileged enough to experience it that way of course there's some folks who are not working and that's really stressful but for some folks you know working from home might be something that's enjoyable i think after some time uh, yeah, you getting can realize like a routine cool. down like yeah. being at working at home you like it right hide i think i do but i also realize like how often you're sitting like even just commuting to work you get so much exercise and movement when you're in the office you're bouncing between the kitchen or an office or right. you're going up and down the stairs so when you're working from home you're sitting and I've definitely noticed the effects, but again, not everyone's privileged enough to have a job right now and to be working. And so that's a lot of stress as well on folks who are seeing family members or other people struggling through this. So right. um, some folks are fortunate and some aren't and totally mm-hmm. understand. And now you mentioned that um, Stella's Place definitely has like a whole bunch of avenues open for 16 to 29 year olds. Like what about, is there anything that you know of that we could provide um, for the 30 plus crowd that might be yeah. suffering or just want to get some help or talk to somebody maybe because they don't feel comfortable enough to talk to their spouse or their kids or whoever's in the house with them. Yeah. Yeah. There's the, also the distress lines. If folks want to call in, those are 24 seven. You can talk to a counselor. Um, there's a lot of support. If you feel like you're actually in crisis, you can call the Gerstein Center. Um, so that's also another 24 seven option. And then there are a lot of post-secondary chats like the warm line um, which are peer support led chats for anyone who's a secondary school student uh, so post-secondary school sorry so university or college student Um, and then there's also a lot of really cool resources the online community has really rallied there's all kinds of online virtual like dance classes that you can take for free there's virtual yoga that you can do for free right now that's cool Um, yeah, there's even like festivals, like online COVID-19 no festivals. <laughs> what? Um, and then also there's like places you can go and take virtual tours of like Italy or like all these other places in the world. So That's there's, cool. a lot of, there's a lot of cool resources. And I have like a six page resource list that I can send you later in case any viewers are interested in learning more. But there's a lot of really, really cool supports out there that have been made free by the online community yeah that's really cool i like i saw a funny meme today uh, and i forget whether it was on facebook or on tiktok but it was literally it looked like somebody was sitting in a plane and they're like typing on their laptop and it ended up being just like laundry basket and a toilet seat um and there was a tv screen behind the toilet seat so you only saw like a portion of the picture oh, but, yeah. but yeah. Pe- people that are used to traveling are like re- really feeling it because yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're not getting totally. it but i think the virtual tours that's something that's really awesome i didn't realize that that all happened so quickly because i know that virtual reality is becoming a thing and it's definitely going to take over in the future but to yeah. have it implemented so quickly like that's that's an awesome resource too because then you can plan like maybe on saturday or sunday you you take a tour of this museum or you do that. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's really cool. Um, 
yeah, so there's lots of stuff out there and, you know, depending on what you're looking for. Um, there's lots of people also just sharing pictures of their furry friends online because if you're lucky enough to have one, a dog yeah. or a cat, they can keep you sane as well or maybe drive you insane, who knows. <laughs> but it's they usually like I know that Stella's place I was looking for um, a picture that may, we might be able to upload for for you later and I was looking you guys have Willow is it Willow the the therapy yes. dog <laughs> yeah we do have Willow and she's on site a couple times a week of course not right now but you can follow her on Instagram and there's always great pictures of Willow floating around is that going to be like a virtual thing Stella like Stella's place does maybe like a virtual like dog loving chilling uh, with Willow yeah chilling with Willow because Willow is a therapy dog so maybe like some videos I know it's not the same like it's like all about the feeling and like the touching right but I don't know yeah no we've been doing some informal like pet sharing pet show and tell but um nothing formally yeah we are still brainstorming around what other services we might want to put out there for folks who are struggling with COVID-19 so we are um likely uh, going to do maybe like an online zoom yoga class or fitness class things like that to get people active in their homes as much as we can um so things like that but the the willow one's a good idea I'll pitch it <laughs> yeah well you might like I don't know they it might keep somebody busy so it gives them a little bit more purpose too um so and you see all these challenges happening these fitness challenges like there was the push-up challenge like I don't know if there was a plank one that I might have saw but a whole bunch of like fitness routines and oh I challenge you to join my 31 day class on YouTube so I think that's a good way to kind of involve yourself in a community virtually Um, and with all the news coming out people obviously don't know how long this is going to last and and some people are saying until the fall which is not what we were expecting at all like everybody was kind of like okay two more weeks all right two more weeks all right two more weeks like nobody's expecting it to last through the summer so I think as the sooner we can create some kind of schedule and normal like return back to normalcy nor am I saying that wrong nor how do we turn back to normal yeah nor but it's a word normalcy normality normality I don't know what's the word here what's the word hi normality is it normality <laughs> I, I had it in my head as you were saying it I was like okay I'm gonna say it but then all these other versions you know and now I'm like wait how do I say it so, right I just must normalcy. everybody up. I, I was able to say it one Norm- second ago normalcy. Normalcy. I know what you were going for you put us both on the spot I know and everybody's blushing it's wonderful <laughs> the effect I have anyways so <laughs> um yeah just the, the sooner we can create something that that in like infers as having some kind of hobbies or purpose throughout the day I think the better it'll be for everybody and those are actual actionable tips that we can use to get into a better mindset because it's all about changing the way that your body like and you can correct me if I'm wrong it's changing the way that your body is like the state of your body will change the way that you feel and that'll ultimately change your thought processes right yeah there's definitely um you know certain skills that you can use at certain times um like changing your body's temperature or um you know there are certain things about physical relaxation that can impact your mind state for sure there's uh has that impact so taking care of your body can also help your mind um so and there's also skills like opposite action so let's say you know you're really anxious and you're feeling like i don't want to get up or do anything right now um, which might be different if you're depressed and you really just can't, but you might just be really anxious about doing something sometimes in the right circumstances, doing the opposite. So like act- actually approaching 
um, whatever it is you're anxious about doing can help your anxiety. Um, but it depends. I mean, mental health is hard because everyone is so different and what works for some people doesn't work for other people. Mm -hmm. um, right. A lot of trial and error. And you kind of have to figure out what works. I mean, but the best way is to just try something and not sit there and just think, oh, maybe this isn't the one or this isn't the one. Like, I feel like a lot of people also might be paralyzed by thinking like, oh, I don't want to try this because it might not work for me. And then I don't want to try this because it might not work for me. But trying something is probably better than nothing at all. Right? Yeah, there... giving it a try. Yeah. And then there's also folks who really struggle. Like, there's levels of mental health where people truly are struggling to even get out of bed, um, to even do anything. So that also can be part of the barrier or the challenge is just actually getting up out of your bed. Um, so for those folks too, um, you know. That's my challenge. Just getting up out of bed. I think is waking up is just your challenge. I think that's more up about it. That's always been my challenge though. That's got nothing to do with COVID. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think in general, uh, yeah, it can be challenging to even, something that seems like a small step is can be a big step, so. Um, yeah. And like, maybe you know better, but are there maybe like three to five super actionable, like coping mechanisms that seem to work for most people that you can talk about? Like if There's I could, a lot it, of, uh, evidence right now for mindfulness and I will, again, just disclaimer that not everything works for everyone. Um, but there is a lot of evidence right now behind mindfulness. So um, and mindfulness doesn't need to be meditation. I find it hard to sit still. Um, so for me, mindful moving can be really helpful. Like what is that? Um, what is that? What does that mean? Mindful yeah, moving? It could be like the, st the stereotype of yoga. So when you're doing yoga, you're really paying attention to your body and your breathing, but you're mm -hmm. moving at the same time. But it could be anything. It could be mindfully taking a walk around your house or mindfully, if you can, taking a walk outside if you're still social distancing. Um, it can be mindful eating. So when you're eating, being mindful and being present in that moment. Um, also, there's other techniques if you're feeling a lot of anxiety and a lot of um, stress or in general, just struggling. There's uh, progressive muscle relaxation. So that's when you take a deep breath in, um, you kind of tense up your body and then slowly release different muscle groups. So maybe starting from releasing your jaw, your mouth to like your shoulders dropping and slowly releasing each muscle group as you go um, progressively and really focusing on your breath and the muscles relaxing. So that can be a technique to help um, bring some of those anxieties down. Um, other things, if you're feeling an intense amount of stress, you're feeling really, really escalated could be putting cold water on your face or the back of the neck. Um, but that would be if you're feeling really intense and, and that's like the temperature thing that you were talking about, like the changing of temperature. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Can can sometimes help folks as well. And that I would say that would be if you're in an extreme state of feeling a lot of anxiety, maybe a panic attack or something like that. Um, but muscle okay. relaxation and progressive is really helpful. You can YouTube. There's so many YouTube ones out there. There's a lot of mindfulness ones uh, that can be really helpful. Um, but you can really do mindfulness doing any of your favorite activities. Awesome. And then that kind of brought me to my next question. So you just talked about um, a full-blown panic attack. Like, so hopefully, like I'm hoping to gather all these resources and I'm going to post them underneath um, 
this live video and on our YouTube stuff. So you have access to them as well. But is there anything, so level up, next level. Okay, so people might not be understanding why they're feeling a certain way. Maybe they should try some of these exercises because that'll get them feeling a little bit better. Now, what about the people that are having like full-blown panic attacks in in the midst of like a family situation and maybe their, their um, brother, sister, mom, dad doesn't really know how to respond. Like what, like what can we do for, for those individuals? Yeah. And again, it, it's so dependent on the person and what's happening for them. So I would say if you're really struggling, reach out for support um, so that you can get kind of some tailored advice to what your specific situation is. But um, in general, you know, asking that person to name five things that they can see in the room, five things that they can hear in the room, five things that they can smell in the room. Um, what you're doing is you are getting them to come into the moment, but you're not, when you're breathe, doing deep breathing, you're usually focusing internally and with an anxiety attack, that might not be the best thing to do. So mm-hmm. having them focus on external things. Um, again, like that temperature changing can be really helpful. Um, so putting an ice pack on your neck or on your face um, can be also really helpful in those moments. Um, so those are two things that I think may be helpful depending on the person and what's happening for them. Yeah. And like, like sidebar, like I just noticed for myself, like anytime that I'm like feeling like a little overwhelmed and I'm, I'm doing work and like right now with online teaching, it's just like so many emails and I'm trying to figure out platforms. And so like, I'm not the type of person to get very overwhelmed often, um, but I know that after when I'm when I leave and then I go and take a shower it's just like and wash my like it's funny like you have to I have to wash my hair to feel this way though it's weird because I just normal shower won't do it but if we start washing my hair it's just like this like I don't know this cleansing like energy and it's just like so relaxing and like I don't know I don't know how to explain it but maybe for somebody listening out there try that that might work too and it doesn't have to be super hot or super cold it's just I don't know what it is about showers. I, I, I tell you all the time, like how amazing it is that we're so privileged to be able to have like showers just change like the course, the rest of the course of the day for me. Take so. an ice shower, <laughs> ice cold, <laughs> ice cold. I've tried a few of those and they don't work. I'm not on the Wim Hof method here. <laughs> not everybody can just do polar ice dips at the <laughs> blink of an eye here. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So um, that'll help people that are full blown panic attacks. And then, because we're all cooped up now um, and families are in like close proximity to one another, what kind of strategies could we maybe suggest for people that maybe aren't getting along with their parents as well or siblings? Like what can they do uh, to like, I don't even know because you can't really keep your distance. Like, I mean, like how much distance can you keep in the same house and you're supposed to be staying inside. So even going for walks, you should probably try and limit that, especially if a whole bunch of people are going for walks. So, what can they do at home for themselves if they just need some time away? Do you have any suggestions for that? Yeah, I would say like carve out time or something that you want to do for yourself and have the intention of I'm going to do whatever it is and I'm going to do this for me. So just setting that intention before doing whatever it is you have access to do Um you know, sometimes it seems silly. It's like, oh, well, I know what I need to do to take care of myself, but sit down and like, think about it. Think of things that are nourishing to you and write down a list because you'll be surprised 
um, if you haven't done that before, how many things kind of come out of that. And then it also just gives you the insight into do it more intentionally for yourself next time. You know, I really like, um, you know, doing certain activities. Like I, I do like, for example, painting my nails, but if I do it, or actually I'm pretty cliche and I actually like taking baths are really helpful to me. <laughs> Super cliche, but I do love baths. But if I'm doing it and like, okay, I got to like quickly bath and like whatever, whatever. And I don't set the intention of like, oh, I'm going to do this for me to carve mm-hmm. out space for myself, lights and candles, like whatever I need to do. It doesn't feel the same. Um, so just recognizing what it is that's nourishing to you and then doing it with that intention and making sure you carve out time for it can just right. give you like a bubble even if it's not physical distance at least a bubble just to to try your best and in some households that might be really difficult but um, yeah you have access to it and like we can treat this as maybe like a new chapter in our lives where we really focus on introspection and getting to know us and ourselves and what makes us happy because I'm sure there's a lot of things that I haven't really dove into because I've just been trying to keep myself busy so I'm not thinking about oh like what is it that actually like you know I'd like to do if I had all the time in the world and nothing was pressing and I didn't have to do anything what would I do with the time so I think that would be kind of cool like I know but so for me baths don't work the same way like for me it's just like showers but I do I remember coloring books like the finished product was always much more fun than actually going through the individual stuff although it is super relaxing um I do like working out and just taking that energy and just like putting it into something um yeah yeah. when you're sitting down for so long it's just like I don't know you just yeah you just have to it can even too just be like sense like certain scents really are relaxing to folks like it it doesn't have to be um you know like I mean I I read somewhere sage and lavender like mixed together is a really good yeah or there's certain things that just jog up like good memories or or things like that so it doesn't always have to be like this big activity it could be you know the scent is really soothing to me so I'm just gonna go to the kitchen and like whatever it is that it is soothing to you um it doesn't always have to be like a big thing it can just be small things and doing it with intention to take care of yourself so um yeah it doesn't always have to be like not everyone has room to do yoga in their living room or you know has the ability to so um yeah can be lots of different things but like you said like for you it's showers and washing your hair specifically um for me I like baths you know everyone has their thing Talon what do you uh what do you know I'm (laughs) I'm probably the person that should be calling into the hotline because I'm I'm about to go nuts with all this computer stuff I got going on here yeah yeah there was a little bit of a there was a few glitches before we got started today so thanks for hanging in there guys um yeah i need to some uh progressive muscle relaxation towel yeah was that thing you were talking about the breathing in and then and then letting uh, clenching everything and then letting a muscle go at the time yeah tensing everything up and then slowly letting each muscle group go I was doing that when you said it. I, I like the sound of that. I'm going to try it out. I did that yeah, once. good guided ones on YouTube too. I did that. One, I was doing something like that before golf tournaments at one point. And it was it was helping a lot with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helpful. Just it's ready. just kind of getting yourself to do it. Right. Please do it again. Often. <laughs> okay. Every day. Every every hour. <laughs> um, also too, I, I, w- I was thinking 
there's always a list of things that we have to do that we never get to. So for me, it's organizing the photos on this on this phone. Like there's like almost 20,000 photos I have on this phone alone right now. And they're not organized in files or anything like that. Like I think that would be a great task to try and get through like part of the photos every day or just things that we always keep putting off or that we don't think are important. Yeah, to do. being disorganized is definitely not good, right, Hyde? <laughs> Well, I mean, everyone's disorganized to a certain degree, I'm sure. Man. (laughs) But it's just like, it's it's just these little tasks that if you don't have the time, I'm not going to sit there and organize my photos because it takes time to do it. But now that you have it, you might as well do something like that. No, yeah, no, I was being serious. Like when I'm disorganized, I'm, I'm crazy. So even cleaning my room, if I, if I clean up, if everything's a mess and then you know, I'm just going nuts and I'm not feeling good. If I clean everything up, if I take a day and deep clean everything, mm-hmm. I feel ama- I feel way better, like a hundred times better for at least a couple of days. Yeah, well, it provides a little mental clarity, I find. Like, I think that's, you know, the desks that you see that are like, like not OCD, but like really clean and everything's in its place. Like you want to work at that desk when you see all the papers piled on top of each other. Like I get nervous about that. So I, every night before we go to bed, I try and clean off the desk and just have it as nice as possible for the next morning or else I'm not going to want to do anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. physical space. I, I would say like I can tell how I'm doing by checking out my room or my physical space. And, hmm. you know, if it's looking nice and organized, I'm probably doing better than if it's a disaster. But at the same time, I feel like I'm a human. So I'm going to have my ups and downs. going to get disastrous mm-hmm. sometimes. I mean, and it's like you see those funny memes where it's like, this is what a normal person does and this is what a psychopath does. Like the psychopath is like super clean all the time, no dust on the baseboard, nothing. Like, you know, that's almost unrealistic for cert- like for most people. So that's not what we mean. It's just, you know, every once in a while, like once a week, I've been raised every one, like once a week, you're just doing like washing the floors, baseboards, like vacuuming, all that kind of stuff and just getting all the junk out. And then you can set your week up nicely to be productive hopefully for every single day and you know we like Tal and I have been talking about this the scheduling thing and it's actually like the more that we talk about it the more like ingrained it is it's like like humans are creatures of habit and they will they will do things that they are accustomed to and then they'll fall back into like their default settings and so if you can make your default settings where you accomplish like a purpose every single day then you're always going to start feeling better and better and better and better like I think that's important too, is just having that that sense of importance and and stuff, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's nice to have goals and um, kind of reach the goals that you're looking for. And even like arts and crafts can be a you know it, it's a activity that feels productive because there's a finished result. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. And then again, there's going to be days where that's just not possible. And also having some self compassion around that and being like, you know what, today I just can't can't get there. You know, and that's okay too. I mean, you're gonna have those days. It would be we'd be living in a Disney movie if if not. Right. And so I I came up with a point and like I don't know if this is correct or not, but I seem to think that mental health is almost all like also like you're communicating with yourself, like internally. So if you are just it's a way of communicating with yourself internally, then maybe your communication patterns when you're not feeling good need to be interrupted somehow and replaced with something else to get better results is that like a 
fair way of thinking about it or is it that totally off base? I think folks do relate to themselves in certain ways. For example, some people have a lot of negative self-talk, which I'm sure lots of people experience. Like, you know, I'm not good looking enough or I'm not working hard enough. Um, and that can be really draining on the psyche if that's kind of your internal belief about yourself mm-hmm. or your narrative is that you're, um, I'm lazy, you know, I'm not good enough. Uh, and those sorts of thoughts can be really um really harmful if they get to a certain point and so a lot of time it's more about just validating kind of being mindful of the judgments that you're putting on yourself and not judging yourself for having those judgments which is another judgment it's like oh I you know I shouldn't be doing that and trying to kind of avoid those I shouldn't be doing or things like that so yeah it, it can be and a lot of it does come back down to what you're saying Joanna which is having that internal awareness of, oh yeah, I'm, I'm being really judgmental of myself today. And then maybe finding some way to show yourself some compassion. And it's not so much about, um, you know, erasing those thoughts. It's more about just being mindful of them and aware that they're there. Um, and then doing your best to try to increase your self-compassion, whether it be, you know, I'm going to like take a nice hot shower and wash my hair today because it's something I enjoy and I care about me, you know, that sort of thing. And and change those thought patterns that you're talking about um, that can be harmful. Um, Yeah. And now like with everybody being quarantined, everybody's probably on their social medias a lot more. So like, you know, we talked about like being in intent with like our actions and the way that we're communicating. So we have to translate that into what we choose to consume, I think, as well, because somebody can get really anxious, like looking at the news all the time, or yeah, if you know you're already not um, self-conscious and you're looking at all these like bikini models or whatnot, or like muscle dudes yeah. or whatever it is, you know, like that yeah. plays into everything. Yeah, absolutely. Like being aware of what you're taking in and how it's impacting you. Like it's great to stay up to date on the most current information and how often are you watching the news? Maybe you only need to hear that message one time today and limit Mm -hmm. yourself to hearing the information once doing what you need to do. So whatever the news is saying, but then limiting it, you know, are you watching it all day? Is it taking, is it draining on you? Is it making you feel more anxious? Um, So yeah, certain steps like that. And really thinking through, you know, if you are feeling a lot of stress and anxiety, I mean, if it's COVID related, you might know why, (laughs) Um, but what can I do to help? You know, if I'm watching the news a lot, maybe I'll reduce the amount that I'm actually watching it because I only need to hear it once. And when you talk to like your one-on-one clients, are you finding that you give them a little bit of like a morning routine or something to set their mindset up for the rest of the day? Because I keep, like this keeps coming up and every like super successful person I listen to or somebody who's always like being super pur- purposeful with their actions they're always talking about like this this kind of mindset thing that they're doing for at least 15 to minutes to half an hour a day like do you guys do that with clients is there something that or resources that we could provide for our viewers that might be helpful yeah we definitely again I, I and I always I probably sound like a broken record a little bit but it always depends on the person and what's going on in their life but yeah we always recommend or try to collaborate with that person around building in some structure and some things that they can do you know if someone's really struggling um with like judgmental thoughts we might ask them to like do a diary of what 
every day mm-hmm. just write down a few things that you've noticed that you've been thinking that are judgmental and that helps kind of bring awareness to them um, and then the ability to kind of work through that stuff or increase self-compassion there's for example self-compassion mindfulness activities that you can do to help increase that things like that so yeah we definitely recommend different pieces and structures and look at people's day and what might help I will say it it can vary a lot depending on what's happening for that person you know what is their challenge um again like I have a lot of privilege I still am working full-time um you know some folks might not have access to all the things I have access to so exploring that with each individual person what do you have access to you know some people are in really small spaces some people are sharing like their place with multiple roommates, things like that. So Mm -hmm. what is really possible for you to do? So a lot of that kind of planning. Um, And then just a lot of validation and um, like our peer supporters do a lot of just, yeah, I'm feeling that stress too. And here's what I've been doing. And that kind of connection can just be really helpful. And so if somebody like wanted to reach out um, and they were within like 16, what did you say? 16 to 29? Is that the, so 16 to 29, if they were in that age group and they wanted to reach out to Stella's Place, like what's the best place that they should contact like you guys? Yeah, so if they Google us, our website, either they can email us or they can give us a call um, during our business hours. And that's the best way to get a hold of someone. Um, we're always answering the phones, answering emails same day. So we would get a hold of you, or you could always download our online chat app, Beanbag Chat, um, and chat online. Live. And that's on the website. Yeah, that's all on the website. Amazing. Yeah. A lot of other things too. Crisis. We're not twenty four seven, but there are some twenty four seven crisis lines, such as Gerstein and stuff like that, if folks need support. And that that you mentioned Gerstein for I'm not sorry Gerstein. Am I saying it right? Gerstein. Yeah, Gerstein. Um, so is that for the 30 plus range or is that that's, like every? That's everyone, yeah. Okay, cool. So we'll we'll link up those places um, below um, on our YouTube video and our, our Facebook Live just so everybody has access to something um, after this. So it's good. Are there any closing thoughts, anything that you like might want to touch on that we didn't get a chance to talk about? Anything that you want to, like if you had to give somebody like closing remarks, like tell us like what we could do to be healthier and happier during this time. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, no, no, I would say that wherever you are at as a listener and um, just knowing that you're doing the best that you can right now and with your circumstances and everyone's um, context is unique. And so just knowing that you're doing the best that you can um, and if you need support, reach out, um, and then, you know, just have that compassion around the fact that I'm sure every single person is doing what they can. Um, yeah. what they can. And, yeah. pro- and probably realize a lot of other people are feeling the same way. So you're not wrong for feeling a certain way. It's just, yeah, you're, you're not alone. Lots of people are feeling, I think the piece around COVID is just the uncertainty and that brings up a lot of anxiety and stress, not knowing mm-hmm. what's going to happen in a week and in two weeks, how your grandparents are going to fare, all of that stuff. So the uncertainty and not having that control is scary um, and it's scary for everyone. So. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Out. Hey, don't we get to see the moo-moos? Where's the bobos? Oh, hold on. Boo-boo. Come here. <laughs> Come here, little boo-boo. Come here, you're famous. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> so he always talks about, we always talk about uh, therapy dogs. Well, we have uh, one. Oh, there's a good boy. 
Maximus. Oh, little Maximus. Always good boy. <laughs> this is how I get through my day with COVID. Yeah, that's what you need. Always good boy. Does he smell good? He smells so good. And he says this a lot, surprisingly, for my work. He usually comes up and says hi to everyone. And occasionally, someone else has another dog on the Zoom screen and then he barks at them. No way. Yeah, he barks at the dog. He's so cute. Well, look at him. His name is Max. For anybody that is watching out there, that is Max. Look. Oh. What a good boy. Oh, Max, Max. Hello. He, he's like, like, why do you do this multiple times a day? He's looking, he's looking super cuddly right now. Oh my god, he's always cuddly. He's a little depressed as well because his routine has been disrupted by COVID. Yeah, and we aren't going down to our Aunt Linda's during the like we usually travel down to Toronto during the week for right. work. It becomes a me and Aunt Linda's, um, and he loves it there because he's treated like a prince. Yeah. And now I've actually, I'm not even kidding. I've noticed like significant changes. You would think he'd be like, I think he's happy. I'm home more. But like now when I go to the door, he like loses it. He jumps. He'll literally jump into like my arms. No way. Because And then he's like, take me, take me. Like he wants to leave so bad. Cause I think he's like, why haven't we gone to Toronto back to my kingdom? Right, right, right. <laughs> where I'm a prince. Yeah, he's like, what's going yeah. on, man? Yeah. Where there's no other dog. Like he hates his cousin, so he oh. gets pretty salty about that too. <laughs> oh, see, like, look at that. Don't we need a therapy? Maybe we need a therapy dog. Maxie's good boy. Oh, he's good boy. Maxie, is that Cal? Is that Uncle Cal? Maxie. You know Maxie. what? I, I, oh, he's a good boy. Maxie. Look, he's turning his head. Yeah. Maxie. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to retract a statement I just made. I said something about wanting a therapy dog, and I noticed like maybe people are going to be buying up more pets than normal, but when they go back to their routine, they might not be able to care for them the same way. So that's maybe not the best option. So yeah, yeah, puppies are a lot of work. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. You want to tell everyone how when you were a puppy, you peed on my head? Oh. Remember that? Remember, <laughs> mommy was really sick and had the flu and you couldn't get out of bed and you had to pee and you peed on my head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, but he's such a good boy. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, but I'm sorry. I'm oh, yeah, I'm sure he's sick of having me home just sniffing him every 10 seconds. <laughs> Mom, go away. Actually, I have a little bed beside my desk and he comes and works beside me. Don't you work beside me? What does he what does he work on? <laughs> he works on doing on different toys and he brings them to me and shows them to me. And he also gets a treat every day that he must eat. So it's a very stressful job. Yeah, no kidding. Toy uh-huh. while we were on the chat. And I was sure it was gonna start squeaking and I was like, oh no. <laughs> but it's okay, the squeakers are broken. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, um, of course. We so appreciate it. And I know, I hope we provide a lot of value to our viewers as well, because um, Heidi is like super awesome. You can probably see it, obviously, a uh, super normal human being as well. So not this like, you know, therapist that just sits there and it's like examining and whatever. So <laughs> we'll have all the resources up for you. Um, Stella's Place, like that website, everything that we talked about today. Um and I don't know, maybe you could talk to Talon a little bit more about those progressive physical release techniques afterwards. 
We'll take the distress scale now and then after and see if it helps. Yeah. Talon, on one to 10, what's your distress level? Right now? Yep. Uh, we're at about uh, we're at about a cool five right now. Okay. Okay. No, we're all right. We're okay right now. But before this podcast, we were like at like a, 50, a minute. 52. A minute before this podcast. I'll send you some emotion regulation skills. Send me what? Maybe some crisis. <laughs> Send me whatever. I will see I, anything. See, like I joked about it, but I feel like, like Heidi, I don't know if you want to get into it, but is there a reason why you ended up going and getting into psychotherapy? Like for your um, master's? enough, I was um, going to University of Guelph to be a vet, which is really what I wanted to do. And then I just went through my own mental health stuff. Interestingly, when I lived with talent. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, with all my own stuff, I started seeing a counselor at the U of G. Um, and she was just incredibly helpful. And then I just changed my mind. And I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to help someone like I was helped. Um, and that's, yeah, that's the reason. Yeah. And then you got to live with Talon and then see how much I'm surprised you're still normal I don't know if that's gonna last much longer I'm gonna probably look at some of those resources he's gonna send us and see some stress coping (laughs) okay absolutely yes okay well thank you so much for coming on like a lot of valuable information thanks Hyde from an expert um, well, I don't a know. Professor. I... <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So thank you so much. I hope you guys found a lot of value in this. Um, I know this is probably a little bit different from a normal structure, but just want to make sure everybody's feeling good um, leading into Easter weekend and then so on and so forth with whatever the news may bring. Um, so I'm ready for my outro, sweetheart, if we are ready for the outro here. Okay. We'll get some outro music going here. Uh, we're good. Okay. Your outro is ready to go. Woo! Okay, so thank you for listening to the Beach Fence Podcast with Joanna and Talon and our special guest, Heidi Sasek. Uh, we want to welcome you again next time. We'll probably be back on Monday. Check us out. Have a good time. Hit the subscribe button and all the other buttons that would make you like us, I guess. Hopefully. Maybe. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>